Welcome to the Pints and Parlays podcast with your hosts, Brett Treadway and Matthew Fitzgerald. Ho, 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 Merry Christmas. Welcome in to another episode of the Pints and Parlays podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Fitzgerald. I'm joined by co-host, Brett Treadway. Say hello, Brett. What's up, everybody? I was indeed Santa Claus. Yes. Yes, he was. But you didn't bring me any presents. I'm sorry. It's not Christmas yet. I, you could Santa comes on Christmas Eve. You could give me... I, I could give you one thing. I could give you... Give me a... Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Nice little... We won't say anything about yeah. what he gave me. <laughs> but while, while you're cracking that, how about I start the show by cracking? Literally nothing better. I mean... It's a great sound. Never gets old. Um, so we got a lot of sports to talk about, but before we do that, I thought it would be fun. Tis the season... Brett, yeah. tis the season. Tis the season. There is holiday in the air, whatever that means. There's, it's cold. There's I, joy. I guess that means holiday in the air. Have you been, are you, have you converted into the Christmas time yet? Oh, like, do you feel? A hundred percent. I've been listening to, uh, I'm quite a nerd when it comes to music. I was in four choirs my senior year. So we should sing a song. I could definitely sing a song. At the very end of this episode, if we remember, I think we should sing Silent Night. Oh, for sure. Okay. So, um, I've been listening to Pentatonics. If we have any Pentatonics fans out there, I know the Pentatonics. Okay. So, I've been listening to their Christmas albums. I've been listening to. All Christmas. It, it's it's my favorite time of year. Christmas is definitely my favorite holiday. I find it hard to get in the mood with uh, good weather. Right. Like, I wish there was snow. We got a little bit of snow. Yeah. But stuck it didn't for last. like 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I heard it was going to be 50 degrees yeah. on Saturday. Last year, Max and I went golfing on Christmas Eve. No way. Did yeah, you really? we went to Pioneer. I think I thought about it. It was so nice out. We had to. Yeah. And I think uh, I think Jesse Worf was in town, so we went with him. Oh, okay. And uh, it was just funny because it was Christmas Eve. And but anyway, so before we get into the sports, okay. I had a cool idea we could do. And uh, what I wanted to do was do a Mount Rushmore draft between you and me, me versus you. Okay. Let the viewers or the listeners decide who the winner was in their own time of Christmas movies. Okay. Um, so basically, if you don't know how this works, we're going to go back and forth selecting Christmas movies in a, in a draft style. It's not going to be a snake. It's going to be one, two, back and forth, basically. Okay. Um, and... Uh, to decide who gets the first pick, because I think that's a big advantage. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What are you thinking? You oh, do a little rock, paper, scissors. Rochambeau, yeah, yeah. A little rock, paper, scissors action. Now, before we do this, best out of three or whoever best wins. Best out of one, loser wins. Okay. So if you lose, you win. Okay. Now. Got it. <laughs> let's preface this. Matthew cheats when he plays rock, paper, scissors. No. Yes, you do. You, I've tested it, and it's true. So So you go and shoot. Yes. Rock, yeah. paper, scissors, shoot. Loser wins. Right. All right. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Okay. Loser wins. Yeah, you win. Okay. So for my first pick. I still feel like a winner, just so you know. Yeah, you won, but whatever. I win. 
National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That was my first Best Christmas movie out there. And I don't want to hear any debates from anybody. You serious, Clark? (laughs) You serious? (laughs) That's my favorite scene. You serious, Clark? You know what scene I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. When he goes, uh, boy or kids, Santa's over in in Asia or whatever he says. Yeah. You serious, Clark? You serious, Clark? (laughs) The best line in the whole movie. Oh, yeah. Although the whole thing is extremely oh, quotable. It's perfect. Start to finish. Martin! Shatter's pole! Where are you going to put a tree that big? Bend over and I'll show you. I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> why, best why, show ever. Why is the floor all wet, Todd? <laughs> I don't know, Margo. How do you know their lines? Out of the whole movie, you know... Oh, that's my favorite line. Really? Those are my two favorite lines in the whole entire movie. So are those your favorite characters? <laughs> no. I was going to say. She's my favorite character in Seinfeld, but <laughs> that's, that's something completely different. Yeah, she's pretty great. Okay, so that takes off National Lampoon's off the board, and that leaves me with a little question mark here. Do I go with my heart, or do I pick the, the right choice? I think I'm going to play it safe and go for a variety here. I think a lot more people are going to like this than than not. Oh, so you're going for the viewer's vote, are you? Yeah. Okay. Um, and only because it's a classic, and it seems like one of those ones you have to watch every year. Right. The Claymation Rudolph. See, I didn't go with those because in my mind we were going with movies. That's a movie. And that's more of a TV show. It's only half an hour. Is it? Yeah. No, it isn't. Yeah. We tape it every year. It's so good, though. It's on TV. Yukon Cornelius, the abominable snowman. She thinks I'm cute. (laughs) It's the best. Yeah. Are you kidding me? That's only 30 minutes. Yeah. I still like the pick. I think it's a good pick. No, it's a great pick. It it really is. I I thought about going with it. That probably would have been, if I would have picked second, that would have been my second also. Um... But as my second pick, I'm going. I'm going with the heart on this one. Okay. This is a family classic. It's my dad's favorite movie. I've been watching it as a kid. It's a Christmas story. It's on my list with Ralphie and yeah, yeah, all of them. My dad has a leg lamp in his window, so fragile, <laughs> fragile. Must be Italian. Did you watch the the second one? I did. I, I liked it. I wasn't a huge fan of it. But that's just because the first one was such a big thing in our house that... I mean, it's not as good as the first one. No. That's impossible. Exactly. I mean, that's trying to remake a classic, and it's just impossible. But I felt that they did a lot better than that. my expectations were. Oh, yeah. Going into it, I thought it was going to be awful. Yeah, it was but good. It was definitely decent. So, um, with my second pick, I'm going to do the same strategy here. Just got to get my guy off the board. Um, My favorite Christmas movie of all time, and this is going to be... You might not have even seen this movie. Okay. But it's a classic, and I have to watch it every Christmas Eve. Okay. That's what I do. See, that's what we do with A Christmas Story. See, Christmas Story is on all day long during Christmas. That's what I do. Yeah. Um, I honestly don't even know where that movie starts, because I literally watch it on a loop. 8 p.m. on TV... TBS well, I'm saying like the part of the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's on a loop. Yeah, so like, we don't even. I 
that's the my favorite part of it, honestly. It doesn't really follow. I mean, it follows chronological order, linear yeah. path, but it doesn't. Like, yeah, you can literally Christmas pick up in the Eve middle at like ten o'clock. We pick it up halfway through the movie, yeah. and then we wake up Christmas morning, and it's starting. Yeah, so like you can watch it wherever. But um, yeah, so my number two pick, my favorite Christmas movie of all time, It's a Wonderful Life. Never seen it. Yeah, it's a very old black and white movie. It is, but people say it's great. You should watch it. It is incredible. Yeah, I've I've heard it's a great movie. And I I'll just leave it at that because there's not really I don't want to talk. I, it's just just watch it. Okay. Yeah, I will. Um, third pick, and honestly, I don't know how it fell this far. I know what you're gonna say. It's it's a great is movie. It's a three letter word. Yeah, it's a three letter word. Yeah. We watched it the other day. It's Elf. Yeah, it's uh, on the list. The fact that it dropped to three is just nuts to me. You took two of my top four. Now I'm gonna have to scramble. <laughs> Sorry, bud. No, no, you've taken three of my five. <laughs> I told you to write down more. I literally have to come up with more. I'm not prepared. <laughs> so, um, yeah, go ahead and talk more about yours while I decide what my next. <laughs> okay. No, I have uh, one pick, but I got to figure out my last one. If nobody's seen Elf, you need to watch it. It's a great movie. Um, honestly, it ties in all my favorite parts of Christmas movies. And this is kind of my mom's fault because she I grew up watching those stupid Hallmark movies that I could not stand. I will not watch those. But I grew up with them in the house. It's just part of Christmas at this point, unfortunately. There's a love story in it. There's hilarious comedy because it's Will Ferrell. And who doesn't love Will Ferrell? If you don't, please stop listening to our podcast. Not really. Please listen. No, Uh, they can stop listening. (laughs) If you don't like Will Ferrell, then yeah. Um, Oh, I got my pick. But it's honestly just an all-time... I would would go to say it's an all-time classic. It really is. Um, For... My third pick, I'm going to go with another one of my favorites. Again, not one that a lot of people watch, but it's something that's kind of slid under the carpet. You need to see this movie. Yeah. It's Scrooged with Bill Murray. I've seen parts of it, but I haven't seen the full thing. It's basically the timeless classic of The Christmas Carol. Yeah. Um, But it's modernized to an extent. I mean, the movie was probably aired in the 90s, if I had to guess. Yeah. it's so funny. It, okay. If you like Bill Murray, and I do, you'll love it. Okay. Yeah, so I'll, many I'll to... great one-liners in that movie. Okay. So, for final pick, and for my final pick, I'm gonna have to go with Home Alone two. Number two. Yes, I'm. I'm not a big fan of the first one. Second one is definitely my favorite out of the three. Yeah. That's, I mean, I just watched the first one for the first time in, since I was a kid. Oh, really? It was not as good as I wanted it to be. No, it's not. And that's why I'm not a big fan of the first one, but the second one is definitely my favorite. And uh, for my last pick, another family classic. We watch this every year. Yeah. Um, it's one of those 30-minute specials, so it's not really... A movie, but it is. Yeah, well, I mean, I I wasn't trying to take away your pick. It was just I wasn't sure if we were going with. Well, it. good because then I can pick these and be safe with them. Yeah, um, it's a Charlie Brown Christmas. Ah, uh, classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ba, 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 ba. 
See, there was your singing. You got it. <laughs> so that ends the uh, the uh, Mount Rushmore Christmas movies. Um, let's get into the sports because yeah. that's what this is that's about. That's what this is all about. Sports. Before we say, I, I want to start off with this story because we brought it up last week and. In our midst was a fortune teller, Joel Fish. Yes. Um, head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers, Crazy. Brandon Staley, is fired. You heard it here on the Pints and Parlays podcast you did. first. If because you, we said it a week before it happened. If you listen before Friday, you heard it before it even happened. Yeah. And uh, my opinion, great call. I mean... They got a lot yeah. of pieces on that team. They just need to figure it out. And obviously, yeah. he's not the answer. No, he's not. And honestly, I don't know if a offensive coordinator is more in need or if another head coach is in need. I heard Bill Belichick going to Los Angeles. Oh, my gosh. I I, I wouldn't hate it. No, I, I, think it's a, I think it's a good choice. He... He needs a quarterback that can do something, and Justin Herbert is that guy. I do believe. I mean, you know my opinion on Justin Herbert. Yeah, I mean, he's not a bad quarterback whatsoever. Um, the next piece of news, we're talking about my Buckies, my Buckos. Um, we never get to talk about the Bucks. Andrew McCutcheon agrees to a one-year deal today. Did he? For $5 I did million. not see that. Pittsburgh Pirates. Good for Kutch. Yep, bringing him back. He's coming home again. Is this his last year? I don't think so. I think he'll keep playing. I think we're actually on the cusps of being decent. Uh, I I think you guys are right there. We just need to make some moves and we won't. Yeah, it's Uh, the same with my... We signed a first baseman. Uh, Gosh, what's his name? He's a nobody from the Brewers. Vogelback? Uh-uh. I don't even know if he's on the Rowdy. Rowdy Tellez. Yeah. Rowdy Tellez. Yeah. He's not bad. I mean, he did good for the Brewers. Yeah, we love signing 200 batters. (laughs) It's it's our thing. I wanted the guy from the the Guardians so bad. Oh, yeah. But... It is what it is. Uh, I'm sure he's cheap, so not a problem. We yep. just paid Brian Reynolds way too much money, so. Yeah, Brian Reynolds is probably the future of that company. So. Yeah, I mean, we. I think we gave him a crazy – he's going to be a pirate for his career. Gotcha. His contract is very long. Gotcha. You had a few things. Yeah, so um, I've talked to now two Steelers fans. Oh, and gosh. he will be my third. Is this the secret thing you didn't want to talk about? Yeah. Until we, uh... So I talked to two Steelers fans, and they both said the same thing, and I 100% agree with it. Either trade T.J. Watt, which I know nobody wants to do, but he probably, right now, I would say he's probably the edge rusher with the most amount of trade value. So I feel like you could get just about anybody for T.J. Watt or trade for Justin Fields. So those are my only options because I want to say no to both of those. Really? Yeah. I don't want to – T.J. Watt is a stealer. No, yeah, and he should be. Well, not only is he incredible, best player on the field when he's out there. 
yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Um, he has what we're lacking. Right. Which is, and this is going to sound hokey, but the Steeler way. I, no, We've I gone gotcha. away from it. We used to be a hard-nosed team. Yeah. Ben Roethlisberger talked about it last week on this podcast. Oh, really? About He's like, we have it on defense. We have this Steeler uh, mentality that is – On defense, you guys do for sure. Yeah. We don't have it on offense, and that's our problem. Right. Um, Kenny is not an issue. Kenny's not the answer. He might be. He's got some – work to do. He needs to learn how to throw a touchdown. I think he has like six in his whole career. That might be pushing it. <laughs> but he also protects the ball. He has he less yeah. interceptions than pretty much anybody. He, he broke our franchise record for for passes without an interception. Right. Um, our problem isn't solvable by one move. Gotcha. Yeah. We need to get rid of this cloud that is the me first mentality. Yeah. We got wide receivers that are throwing fits. We got a running back that throws fits. Yeah, that I I really I do think that's a big thing for you guys. But at the same time I don't think the Steelers really put up with it. I mean they got rid of Juju. They got rid of We tried Antonio to sign Brown. Juju. Did you really? Yeah, we offered him he just didn't want to take it. We weren't paying him enough. Gotcha. But he's probably making the same now that he was if he would have stuck with us. Probably. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think there's an easy solution. I think we got to draft linebackers in the draft because that's a big need for us. Yeah. We need some better big men in the front. And uh, I wouldn't mind a, a complete overhaul of the wide receiving room. I, I think they're very good. Yeah. Dante Johnson gets open. Uh, George Pickens has one of the greatest catch radiuses out on the field. Oh, yeah, uh, you throw it near him, he's getting it. I mean. Yeah. But <sighs> it's so hard to deal with that attitude. Yeah. No, I don't think that – I don't think trading TJ helps us, and I don't think Justin Fields is going to – I'd rather have Kenny Pickett, believe it or not. Really? Yeah. I, I like Kenny Pickett. I like the – I think he's a good football player. Just think he hasn't proven it yet. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna be biased and say he's our answer. I'm just gonna be hopeful and say he could be. Yeah, I get that. So another thing that I wanted to talk about that I wasn't a hundred percent sure if we should talk about, but I, I think it's a good debate nonetheless. Okay. And I don't want people to think too much into it. But it's the all-white versus all-black game instead of the Pro Bowl. And this, to preference, was was a tweet. Um, yes, by Rashard Mendenhall. Rashard Mendenhall, former Steelers running back, uh, because he was uh, he was sick and tired of. Uh, Let's be honest, a flag football Pro Bowl game, anything is better than that. Yeah. Um, for the obvious reasons, it's never going to happen. Right. Um, but it's fun it. to live in a fantasy land. Yeah. It, what's the debate? Is it – will we have a chance? Is that the question? It, it's not <laughs> – really... When I say we, I'm obviously talking about white people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think it's more on the side of will one team have a chance versus the other. I think it's more of – 
how do you build the teams? So I've actually given it some thought, and uh, we're definitely going to have kicking. Oh, as kicking! An we've we've got. Um, I think tight ends. Yeah, we have under lock. Um, a lot of quarterbacks. We have. Yeah. Um, we're we're not going to be able to defend anyone. Defense though. would be crap. It might be good to just have a couple wide receivers play. Well, and that's backs. what everyone's saying. Yeah. But wide receivers at corners and safeties and linebackers, we've we've got we've got a few. I mean, our defensive line would be unstoppable. You have TJ Watt, Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa. Yeah, but so would theirs. They've got Max Crosby, Khalil Herbert. Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack. Uh, the obvious one that I can't – I'm literally looking at him. Browns. Uh, Miles Garrett. Oh, Miles Garrett. You have yeah. Calais Campbell in the middle. Yeah. But we'll be able to hold them back better than they'll be able to hold our guys back because of the offensive line. We've got offensive oh, line. Oh, offensive line we have on lock. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure every offensive line in America is five white guys. I was listening to Pat McAfee debate this, and he said that our best bet, because no one's guarding Tyree Kill. Right. I mean. Or, or you know, Jalen Waddle for that matter. Like, yeah. you can just pick out somebody like that who's just speedy. Yeah. We don't have a chance. Uh, but our best bet, he said, and I think this is a good idea, is to just put big guys out there and jam them up at the line. Just knock them over? Yes. Like, yeah. Just knock them over. I mean, you over. have five yards to be able to do that. Yeah, I mean, you do. And if we can do that and cause the route to be, you know, delayed by five seconds, Yeah, we're in the backfield. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but if we want to be serious, we would get smacked. I don't think so. I do. I, I, we do have Christian McCaffrey. Right. I, I think our backfield would be able to carry the game. And now, <laughs> I they've got speed. I mean, <laughs> and the best way that I can say that, they've got speed on us. They have a lot on us. I don't think that we're stronger. I know we're not stronger. Yeah. I just think the O-line debate would be enough to be able to make it a close game. Maybe. I don't know. I, I feel like if they just did a lot of bootlegs, yeah. it's over. Yeah. Right. You know? Because all that all they have to do is get open. Yeah. Because they're going to be wide open. Yeah. It'd be interesting. Do I'm, we get – here's a question. Do we get like the, the – I don't know what word to use. The Hawaiians? Does that count? Like Puka Nakua? Yeah. No, Puka doesn't play. So they're just off the field. Yeah. And I saw something the other day, and this is coming from another podcast, so you cannot get mad at me. But it was if you're mixed, like Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. If he says the N-word, he's on the black team. If he doesn't, he's on the white team. Yeah, I think that's a good way to do it. (laughs) Because there's a lot of people out there, like Hawaiian uh, Islanders, you could put it. Yeah. Um, you have the mixed races. I mean, there's a lot of that's that's the that's another reason why I don't think it ever happened because you're gonna leave somebody out. Somebody's gonna get mad. Oh, it'll it'll never happen. Yeah, it can't happen. But it's fun to think about. Yeah. Um. 
Anything else? Um, I, I wanted to take a little bit of time and talk about uh, who you think is going to be in the playoffs this year. All of the ASC North. You think they're all going to make it? I do. <coughs> I think that uh, the only team that's not going to make it is the Steelers, and I'm biased, so I think we will. There you go. Um, the debate that I think is pretty interesting is who gets the number one seed. And right now, I would say it's between the Ravens. This this is AFC, of course. NFC is locked. The 49ers have the number one seed. Yeah. Um, I think it's between the Ravens, the Dolphins, and possibly the Browns. A lot has to happen for the Browns to get it. But I do think there's a possibility that the Browns could be the number two seed. They've been pulling it out these past couple weeks. Joe Flacco's a dog, dude. He's elite. He is. I mean, that, that was probably the best pickup that they could have made. Yeah. He, he's going to lead them into the playoffs. I mean, I, I honestly think they're only one, maybe two games away from clinching a playoff spot. Like, yeah. as long as they win this week, which they're playing all oh, the Texans, and C.J. Stroud isn't even starting. So I think that's pretty much a lock of a win. And I think we're going to see another playoff run from the Browns. And like we saw a few years ago when they made it to the AFC Championship, that was a fluke. I mean, the only good teams that were in the AFC were the Chiefs. So they just got a run to the AFC Championship. And yes, they, they it was a Bengals close game. Did. Oh, yeah. Bengals, too. Yeah. yeah. The Browns didn't make it to the AFC Championship. No. It was the divisional, wasn't it? They, I don't know how far they made it. They played the Chiefs. I know that. Because it was in air. In the playoffs? I'm pretty sure. The Bengals did. Okay. The Bengals played the Chiefs in the playoffs and lost. Right. And then played against the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Okay. Either yeah. way. Yeah, I think, Browns. I think they have a legit chance this time. I know better. The Browns is the Browns. My favorite quote Juju ever gave us. Browns is the Browns. And, uh, no, they, they find ways to lose. So I don't hold out hope. They'll definitely get a playoff game. Yeah. And I think it'll but probably that's be it. a home game. That's it. And I think that's what's going to save them. They're getting one game. You think so? I know so. <laughs> Browns is the Browns. I don't know. I think they're a different team than everyone thinks they are. My nope. defense is legit. Yeah, it doesn't as matter. Of, they're cursed. As, <laughs> I'm telling you, they are. They find of, ways to lose. As of right now, the top four corners in the game for coverage percentage, there are three Browns players. Yeah. I'm not hating. I mean, they're good. Yeah. I just know better. Right. They I, mean, I mean, we'll have to see. They know how to lose. Yeah. We'll have to see. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Um, beer? Beer. Okay. Nothing better. So, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I what I see. So, I have with me the only beer that I had in my fridge. <laughs> okay. And it's been here for a long time. Oh, great. So, it's probably skunk, too. Uh, it could be. 
And the reason it's been here for a long time is because it's horrible. It's gross. And it is the Red's Apple Ale. But it's a different version. It's a Wicked, which just means it's wickedly bad. Yeah, it's even worse. It's got 8% alcohol. So here you go, brother. Our favorite sound. Now, I'm not going to lie. I used to smash these. Really? Back the, in the, the day. The Wicked's? Yeah. I oh, no. I used to smash them back in the day. That's the first time I've ever had them. But it's... I bought it like... Well, I'll wait till you drink to tell you how long ago I bought it. <laughs> like five months ago. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. That brings back too many memories. <laughs> too many bad memories. <laughs> oh, man. You like it? It's not bad. Uh, yeah, it is. It's bad. But it's not horrible. If it wasn't the Wicked, I could probably smash the whole thing right now. Like, yeah. Red's Apple Ale is good. I don't mind it. It's... But the Wicked is just... I don't like that it's called beer. Because it doesn't taste oh, like beer. Oh, it's not beer. It tastes it's like apple beer. juice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I have a friend that drinks those and he acts like he likes beer. Yeah, right. This is the way to be a man and say that you have beer with you, but you're drinking big boy apple juice, as my dad used to call it. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Never been a fan. Yeah, I just, I can't do the wicked. Um, Very strong apple taste. Our favorite word, zero hops. I mean, there's no <laughs> hops in that. No, there's not. There's no kangaroo going on in that Mm-mm. can. Um, it, it's just this strong, and it's not even like an alcohol flavor. It's just, I don't know what it is. I know what you're talking about. It's just like, almost like they took the apple part of it and spoiled it. Yeah. Like it just has this, it's like they fermented the apple to try to make it alcohol and it just went bad. It's almost medicinal. Like it's almost like I'm drinking medicine. Yes, that's exactly what it is. It's a medicinal taste. It's bad. And it just punches you in the back of the throat. Yeah. And it's just disgusting. Yeah. Like I said, the regular Red's Apple Ale, it doesn't give you that taste. No. It's just I can drink apple those. Juice. I can drink those ones. They're not horrible. I don't love them. Yeah, it's just... But that was so bad, it's been in my fridge for five months. Yeah, and I... I and I have to, like, pour why. more up there. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Am I going to get this four weeks in a row? Yes, you are. <laughs> um... I'll give the rating after I give you yours. Okay. So I also had no beer that you haven't already drank mm-hmm. in my fridge. So I went to Speedway Ooh. and got a big can of this. Ah, Rheingeist. Uh, Indian Pale Ale. Rheingeist, I thought they only made um, cider. See, that's what I thought too. But then I saw that in there. Yeah, because this is not a cider. It says it's a IPA. Yeah. Yeah. That's different. 7.2%. Nice fancy can. I like the color scheme. Oh, I, I love the run, guys. Color scheme. And of course, because it's from Speedway, it's a tall boy. Oh, yeah. Only tall boys. Let's get this in here. All right. 
I can smell the hops. All the hops. It's hoppy. We've got some hoppy beer over here. It's very frothy. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's thick. You got nothing but... It's not a bad taste, though. Yeah. No, it's fresh. It's not, like... Okay. It's definitely not cider. It's it's an IPA. Yeah. Um, I gotta go for a double taste. Oh, double taste. You know, I'm gonna keep drinking this Red's R- Wicked. Like, it's almost one of those that... It tastes so bad, you keep tasting it to see if it really <laughs> is bad. Like, yeah. Um... Yeah, it's fresh, it's crisp, it's got a, uh, I mean, a lot of features that most IPAs have. It's definitely floral. Um, it's got that sting that it hits you, and then it, it finishes with a, and there's no word for it, but I'm just going to make the sound. Okay. It finishes with a... Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like exactly. A, yeah, like a, yeah, Ugh. yeah, like what a did tart, I just taste? Tart yeah. tongue smack. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's not bad. I think uh, you want me to give a score on it, or yeah, we'll do scores now. Um, I Red's Wicked, like I said, too many bad memories to give it a good score. Uh, like I said back in when I had the trap house, as I call it. <laughs> I, I mean, I used to smash these things. Um, what time out? Back it up. What is this trap house you speak house of? that you sold me? Oh. Yeah, that was the trap house. I like that house. Oh, love I do house. too. I love the house. But that's where you like Too party. many bad things happen to the house. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Um, I'm going to give it a 7-2. That is way too high for – or way higher than I'm going to give it. Um, I don't like it at all. I'm giving it a 2. Oh, really? No decimals. Okay. Yeah, that's probably the worst out of all the ones we've had on the podcast. Okay. Here, I gotta try that one. Yeah, go for it. Maybe give it a good score. For that one, definitely more up my alley. Um, I don't consider myself an IPA guy. <laughs> you definitely don't, based on that face. My goodness, that was awful. No, nah, it's not awful. Yeah. It's a... I mean, I'm not going to go out and seek it. Probably a 6.5. That was a very strong portal. Yeah. I just ate a flower in yeah. a can. 6.5. I mean, if it's at a party or somebody gets it for me, I'll drink it. And I won't, I won't hate myself while I'm yeah. doing it. I'll enjoy it. But uh, like I said, I'm not seeking it out. It's not one of those ones that I'm going, I gotta have that again. Yeah, no, I'm never tasting that again. Um, <laughs> that's that's a 1.5. Okay. That was awful. I like the difference. Right? I mean, yeah. you can tell. <laughs> we both, although we do meet in the middle somewhere. And we haven't found it yet. I think we... <laughs> You like Miller, don't you? You don't like No, I, I can't stand Miller. What about Bud Light? Gives me a headache. Me too. Okay, so that's where we meet. We both don't like Bud Light. Yeah, no. I think the... Uh, I think there's one domestic beer out there that we're both kind of like. Do you like uh, imported beer, like Mexican? I, um, I tried Modelo. 
and I wasn't a huge fan. I gotta get I'm on this podcast. I'm gonna bring you a Dosecchi's, and it's gotta have a lime. So we'll put a lime in it. Okay. It's my favorite uh, imported beer. Yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah, I think we I I decently like Voodoo Ranger, but that's probably one of your favorite ones. So. No, not really. Okay, I go to it every once in a while. It's, yeah, it it is a comeback. Like I'll I'll call back to it every once. Yeah, in a while. it's not bad. Okay, so let's gamble. Let's gamble. Okay, so first off, I want to point out something obvious. Okay, something awesome that happened last week. Uh, I don't think it was too awesome. Um, the lock of the week. It hit. Was a lock. It hit. It was Ladies a and lock. gentlemen, and guess what? It wasn't an, a small hit. Um, we went from $10 and it paid out $33.82. That's not bad. No. So we're up, baby. Because technically we lost 10 the first week. Yeah. So now we're up 20. Right. On my bets. I'm now negative 20. So you did not hit. I did not. It wasn't even close. I don't even know. Keenan, Keenan Allen took the field. <laughs> he got nine yards. Oh, gosh. Last week. Yeah, it, it was not good for me. How are you drinking that? And you're going to say the same thing about me drinking this. So. I don't know. It's kind of grown on me. Huh? Like a flower. Yeah. Makes sense. I still think six fives, right? Okay. Um, Go for the lock of the week, bud. Today's lock of the week is my favorite bet of the year. Joe and I make this bet every year. Okay. Um, and it's the anniversary of the big game. Eagles versus Giants. We're taking Boston Scott anytime touchdown. He is nicknamed the Giant Killer because yes. he scores a touchdown every time he plays the Giants. Yeah. And Nick Sirianni goes out of his way to make it happen. Really? He does. Okay. This year, the odds are the worst they've ever been because Vegas is catching on. Okay. So, you miss the train. Me and Joel have been riding that for a while. Okay. It's usually like plus 700. We make a lot of money on it. We yeah. love that bet. This year, it's plus 280. Oh. Yeah. So, $10 is going to still pay out 28. So, it's not a bad payday. Um, but that is my lock of the week. Giant killer, Boston Scott. Oh, just one? Just That's it. Straight bet. up. Okay. Yeah, it's a little bit of a long shot. I mean, he, those odds should be worse. But, yeah. But if it wasn't for Nick Sirianni literally trying to get him a touchdown, then those wouldn't be as low as they are. But he does. Okay. He yeah. outwardly does try to get him a touchdown. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay, so now we got the Brett's bad bet. And as you can see from the last two weeks, <laughs> we know why it's named that. It's just got to hit once. Just once. And I think this is the week. You, you sound like it, the way you talk about it, it's almost like a... Um, like you're addicted to narcotics or something. Like you're just scratching your neck. It's just got to hit one time. It's going to happen once. It's going to happen, I promise. <laughs> just slap the wrist. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. You guys heard it here first. Brett's a gambling addict, I guess. <laughs> Not a drug addict. I can promise that. <laughs> so I have, I went Christmas. This is a Christmas themed episode. We did a bunch of Christmas stuff, so I went for the Christmas game. Um, so it's the Ravens at the 49ers. I have the overhitting, 46 and a half. And I feel like that's not... That's pretty good. Those are two juggernauts of teams. Yeah, that's only 23, 
23 for one team, 24 for another. Yeah, it can happen. It's not a bad bet. So then I have Lamar Jackson for 40-plus rushing yards. Okay. I have George Kittle for 40-plus receiving yards. Christian McCaffrey for 60-plus rushing yards. And Christian McCaffrey for 40-plus receiving yards. Yeah, could happen. It's a plus 918 bet. So for $10, you get $118. Nice. It's good money. So I I have hit When I say like Brett's that. bad bet, I don't take stupid things, but I build a parlay that's going to get me money. So when we first started, a little backstory of the pints and parlays. I don't know how much time we have left. Do we have time to talk about this story? Yeah, we have. If, if it's not going to be a 10-minute story. It's not. Okay. So when we started this pints and parlays idea, it started out as a group of us getting together, eating dinner, making a bet together. We would all pick a leg and then put the bet in together. We would all make the same bet and watch the game together and root for it. Which, another backstory of the backstory, I was never part of this. No, but this was also before we started hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it hit one time. I mean, it never hits. They were like bad. They're Brett's bad bets on, on steroids. Steroids, yeah. Um, but it hit one time. And I think we put 10 bucks on it. And most of us won $600. Holy cow. Um, however, Max and I did not. Why? And neither did Joel. Because Max and I had DraftKings. Everyone else had FanDuel. Wow. And um, the lines were slightly different, so we needed uh, one more yard out of one of the players. And we just said, yeah, it's the same thing. We'll just make it. No. He literally missed it by a yard. So Max and I missed out on $600 by one yard. And then Joel accidentally added an extra leg. No. And so his hit, other than that one leg, yeah. Except for the one leg. Yeah. And I don't remember what the leg was, but he was so upset. I had one back, I'd say, week three or four. And I needed Ramondre Stevenson to get one more yard. And he lost that yard. It's crazy. I've had that happen so many times. And I would have gotten like $250 out of it. Yeah. And that's the only thing that didn't happen. Yeah. Because he got tackled for a loss of one yard. Yeah, that's a bad beat, as they say in this business. So, we have a couple more minutes. We got to do the... We uh, promised the fans something well, at the hold beginning. On. We got to do the primetime spread. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. So, okay. what's the Christmas game? It is the Ravens and the 49ers, and the 49ers are five and a half point favorites. Really? Yeah. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling... Oh, I'm feeling Baltimore all the way. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of a big spread, and they it could is. they could win it outright. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we agree. That's a quick yeah. one. Ravens. Ravens plus five and a half. And I, I'm shocked that it was that high. Yeah. It should be like three. If I'll take less. five. I'll take five. Yeah, five and a half. So, you want to sing a song? We, we did promise Silent Night. Okay. So, I'm going to sing it as theatrical as I can. In uh, the honor of you liking the claymation movies. Mm-hmm. A one-up, a two-up, a three-up. Silent, Silent night. night. Oh. 
listen to this on Christmas Eve. Round yon virgin mother and child, holy infant so tender and mild. Side note, we're so good. Oh, I mean, sleep in heavenly peace sleep in heavenly peace but we're gonna put somebody to sleep with that Max and I used to sing that every night in college. No, you <laughs> swear to God. <laughs> every time, every night we would sing that before we go to sleep. Like, I'm sleeping in the top bunk, he's in the bottom bunk. And we sing that. Well, that's straight out of Step Brothers. Like, it was that's... so funny every time. And then we'd just be like, good night, Max. Good night, Matthew. <laughs> that's funny. It was great. Well, I hope everyone has an amazing Christmas. If you do not celebrate Christmas, I hope you have the happiest of holidays. We will see you next week. Bye.